0: Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard. Carrie and I are so excited to have you join us. And we are going to talk about one of my favorite marketing topics that a lot of times I do end up on a little bit of a soapbox for, so I will warn you. Um, But we're going to talk about Creating some FOMO, right? Some fear of missing out uh, with the parents and adults of the children in your program. So, there are two upcoming traditional holidays that are, you know, what some people refer to as Hallmark holidays, right? That Mother's Day and Father's Day. So, Carrie, I want to start by addressing what I'm going to call the elephant in the room. And that is, how do we make those two days politically correct for? All of the different versions of families that we probably have in our program.
1: I mean, we, we just, I mean, they are still Mother's Day and Father's Day. We can't change that. But the Mother's Day and Father's Day happen on the weekend. So we're not open most of the time. So instead, the week before Mother's Day or Father's Day, we can make about celebrating the women in your life or celebrating the men in your life. Um, and that way families who are adoptive or who are, have two dads or two moms or are being raised by aunties or <laughs> grandparents, or yeah, right. So they can celebrate the women in their life or the men in their life. And, you know, for example, one of my best friends, if they had done that at her kids schools. It would have been, I would have been one of the women in the life who got brought. And then um, the gunkle, the gay uncle would have been who came in for the dads, for the, for the men in the life, because the dad, while he has all legal rights (laughs) to spend time with the kids, he chooses not to, he makes other life choices. The kids do have men in their lives that they would like to celebrate. Awesome. I love that. I think that is so great.
0: And one of the things that I think every preschool teacher, every preschool director has always seen are there are always gifts that are made, usually the first two weeks in May or the first two weeks in June, that often say Mother's Day or Father's Day. Um, So obviously this needs to be something that you need to be aware of related to how it works within your program. Um, And that also will decide whether or not you need to make multiples of something. So um, do you need to make two or three things during the Mother's Day week and maybe not necessarily the Father's Day week? So, again, um, you know, recognize that our our classification of family. Looks a lot different than when some of you were probably children, maybe even when you started in the industry. So, the best thing to do is to ask those questions. I mean, you might feel on some levels like maybe you should know the answer. However, don't ever
1: assume the answer. So, yeah. Uh, and we talked about that a lot back in episode 54. Right. Uh, we took kind of a deep dive about a year ago imagine that. (laughs) Um, So if you want to hear us do a deep dive in the finding out more about what makes a family for the families at your center, go back and listen to episode 54. Absolutely. So today we're going to though we're going to talk about events, celebrations,
0: gifts, and how to create the fear of missing out for those people who might be on your wait list, uh, as well as what to make sure that you do do related to gifts. So (laughs) yes, we are, we, we spend a lot of time with preschoolers. Okay. Um, So so the first thing I want to make sure that if you get nothing out of today's podcast, you know, that every time you make these things, these gifts, trinkets, memories that go home with a child in your program, that pretty visibly, uh, your name, website, and phone number better be on that that,
1: that expression of love. So- I also want to say, and I've been saying this a, a few times recently, is mail things to people. It makes a big difference. It makes more of an impact than if the mom picks it up already wrapped and puts it in her diaper bag, then it was mailed two weeks ahead of time. You know, you know, the mail in your area, do you need to mail it four days out or do you need to mail it a week and a half out? I don't know your postal carriers, (laughs) but if you have mailed it and the child drew the art on the envelope. Oh my God, the parents are so excited. And rigid mailers are not that expensive, guys. Just buy them off of Amazon or go to your office depot and you can get rigid mailers. You can get like 25 of them for $12. So it's 50 cents and then you mail it for a buck and a half. So you're spending, woohoo, I've spent $2 on this, thing and it can again it can be one of those product based art things that we're not super big fans of but in this case you're doing it for marketing not for the education of the child and so you know the little baby footprint <laughs> that you know you then paint a stem and some leaves and you put it in a flower pot and that going in the mail to them is going to have so much more impact and it's not going to get damaged in the diaper bag. So they actually can frame it. Yep. So I'm a fan of the post office. Um. (laughs) Well, and I just love that. And all you need to do
0: is, and you know, you can see behind me, I've got um, artwork that's been painted. That's in some, just, you know, just, you know, kind of matted. I mean, again, it is another, you know, dollar, but a lot of times you can find those on clearance and, you know, stick that in the envelope and make sure that on the artwork or on the mat, you have a place where you've put a very nicely printed sticker that has the name of your program and the phone number or email address. I mean, let's, let's get excited. The other thing you can do is take that, make it digital, and do the same kind of thing. You can send it to the parents digitally. You can put it on your website digitally. You can make all these little art galleries. I mean, this is a great opportunity for your parents and other people to see what was created in the classroom. I was looking around, because. At one point in time, and I think it's in a different room of the house, I have exactly one of those pieces of art that, that Carrie was talking about. And I sat here and realized that that was for the child that just became an adult, but I still have that hanging and I wouldn't have trimmed off the, the marketing piece if it was nice. I mean, it would have still been on there. And so for 18 years, I would have been
1: marketing your program. Yeah. and again. There are these great little gadgets that are the handheld printers, and so you can program the printer to say, you know, ABC Childcare, www.abcchildcare.com, and you just run it across the the. What's the border called again? Mat. <laughs> yeah, just run it across the mat. And it looks professional because it is manually printed and it's not a sticker. And those things are now like 50 bucks to get one of those little handheld printers. I'm, I'm blown away. I'm actually buying one for a friend that you can buy a frame for and it'll print full-size pieces of paper. Or you can take it in your hand, pick it up off of the frame and run it across, something like that. So I'm like, I'm buying her one of those because she doesn't have a printer at her house and she has teenagers and they want to print things. And she wants control of that um, to make sure that they're not printing things that teenagers might otherwise print. Sorry, (laughs) sidebar there. Quit talking about my children. (laughs) Um, So what we're saying is if you're doing it with artwork, how can you make that artwork a marketing piece? And how can you make it truly special if they're doing another one that um, sometimes kids will do is um, they will have planted a flower pot uh, in April that will be say full of rye grass with one flower se- you know with a couple flower seeds so the little flowers are poking up through the grass in their flower pot. Okay, that is a great present but not if you're picking up three kids from after school Um, or not if you're picking up three kids period, like two from the center and one from school, right? Like that, you're just like, oh my God, they're all gonna get knocked over. This is gonna be a huge mess. There's gonna be dirt all over my car. So it's a wonderful present if there is a way for them to receive it that is not a burden. So if instead you, have one of your staff who has a car with pretty good gas mileage, drive around to all the houses and deliver them on the Saturday of that weekend. A pa- one of your staff is happy because they got a side gig and you paid them 30 bucks. <laughs> all the parents are happy because they don't have dirt in their car and they have the, <gasps> wow, The surprise and delight feature of there is a present at their doorstep with artwork that their child created because the child painted on the terracotta pot that cost you 50 cents. (laughs) (laughs) So those kinds of things that can give you that surprise and delight option are great.
0: Well, and poems that have, that maybe you printed, maybe you printed a dozen of these poems and they have kids' handprints on them. Uh, Again, there are so many, again, if Pinterest is not your friend, it should be. Um, Again, you will often hear, and there are definitely episodes, I'm sure Carrie can look them up, where we have talked about how this is not our favorite uh, type of art or way to spend the day. However, I have worked with programs that create something like this once a month. Um, and back in the day when you used to be able to buy rolls of stickers, you know, it had like 500 stickers and they were gold and you'd Buy them out of, you know, the thing in your mailbox that, you know, cost you like $5 or something for that, that roll of stickers. Those used to be something that was, you know, every classroom had one of those rolls of stickers and nothing left the classroom without that sticker. And so, again, make those refrigerators your Uh, an advertising billboard you know some people again we've talked about the terracotta pots we've talked about poems we've talked about other kinds of artwork that are just painted pieces of body work or body work
1: pieces of like little hands and little yeah so Kate is advocating for tattooing of the preschoolers (laughs) she's actually secretly Maori and you just didn't know (laughs) But the other thing to
0: remember is, you know, depending on the, the the age of your kids, how long people have been in your program, it might be worth creating a larger piece. So mugs, right, that have handprints on them, or poems, um, plates, bowls, all of those things. Again, that depends on maybe what you have in your community. If you've got one of those paint and fire kind of places or paint and board places, you might be able to work out a really great deal with that business as a partnership. They might be willing to like sell it to you for basically a wholesale because they're going to get to put their advertising on it as well. So don't be afraid to ask how else can we, you know, what else can we do? There are things that you can buy at the store uh, you know, I mean, let's think about candles. I'm going to use candles as, as, as a good example, right? Like we can find, um, especially like that, you know, early January, which doesn't do you any good right now, but it's something to think about in the future and to plan for. But you can always find candles that are some sort of season after the fact, right? So you can buy these big massive candles with lids for a buck or less. So it doesn't have to be a terracotta pot. It can be you know, something you've relabeled because you found all these beautiful candles that you've now created new labels for
1: (laughs) that have custom artwork that their child created or quotes from their child. You know, the, the, my mommy or, you know, my auntie is great because And then you have it in kids speak because my auntie is great because um, you know how when you go to the store and then they have the candy, she always lets me have one candy from the on the where there's candy, right? So it's not the way an adult would talk and you write it out, you type it out exactly the way the child would say it. And then they're sending that candle to the auntie who is just, her heart is going to melt. And you will probably, you know, if this is an auntie who's, you know, involved in the child's life, you may already have their address. And again, we can mail it. I cannot tell you how much of a strain carrying all of the crap home the week before a holiday can be for the families who have two, three, four kids. If they got one kid, sure, not a huge deal. But we have parents in our centers who have multiple children. Kate is not the only mom to four children on the planet. (laughs) So let's take some pity on them and (laughs) send the present to the auntie to the auntie instead of sending it home with the two dads. And then the two dads have to find the auntie and get it to her not only does it take the stress off but again it's that wow factor because the two dads get the call from the auntie saying oh my god thank you so much for helen making this for me and they're going yeah it was totally our idea we totally had helen do it absolutely right? so it's that wow factor for the parents that you remembered that the auntie was who was important to to helen right And that wow factor is what we're going for. We want to surprise and delight our clients. Other things that are done for the Mother's Day, Father's Day time is that whole tea with mom and donuts with dad thing. We talked about this when we did this about a year ago, but are there other ways that we can do an event where people get to dress up (laughs) around those holidays because nobody's dressing up for donuts with dad nobody's dressing up and the thing is an awful lot of kids were given cute clothes like recently because you know there's this thing with the rabbit and the eggs anyway (laughs) so a lot of kids got cute clothes for that weekend when else are they going to wear them before they outgrow them so, can we create some sort of family event between Mother's Day and Father's Day that is our, we get to wear our Easter clothes again? <laughs> Opportunity. And maybe it's that, you know, you hire a professional photographer for a Saturday afternoon, and the photographer is going to be there all Saturday afternoon, and you guys are going to have, you know, the family festival. <laughs> And everybody is invited to dress up nicely. And we're going to have tea and cookies and fresh fruit and, you know, basically a high tea. If you don't know what a high tea is, Google it. It's an amazing thing. Um, Every child will love it. Uh, All of your parents will love it. But you can have tea and, you know, juice. so that we have some variety right maybe even some coffee for the people like Kate um, who need their coffee but it's an opportunity to invite them to wear their cute clothes and you have the professional photographer all you have paid for is butter cookies which you know you get the tin for ten dollars right we buy two tins and some tea and some juice Maybe we have a cookie decorating station where they can decorate their butter cookies to make them more exciting. (laughs) We play music to allow the parents to dance with their kids to practice a little bit of formal dancing because every kid, well, not every kid, a lot of kids think that's fun to spin around in circles attached to an adult's finger. Um, And there's the photographer there and they get to take family photos in their formal wear, that they can use for whatever they want. It's going to cost you what? A hundred dollars for that photographer for an hour. Okay. Maybe you keep them for two hours. You give them $200. <gasps> can we afford $200 to make our parents really happy? Yeah, you can. And it's a good use of that money.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. But don't send anything out the door or in a mailer or anything without Letters without addresses, phone numbers, you know, people need to
1: know that this was from you. Okay. Yeah. Um, Uh, They can, the photographer can very easily put a watermark on the bottom of all those photos that say ABC childcare. And if they decide to put it in a frame that blocks off the ABC childcare, that's their choice. But we are making the option, and a lot of them are just going to send that digital photo out to family. and then that digital photo is going to have the name of the center on it.
0: Absolutely, so, um, and if you ever need help finding these resources, again, reach out to us. Hello at ColorfulClipboard.com. Let us help give you, um, whether it's the Pinterest board, whether it's the actual vendor we use. I mean, one of the things that I love are t-shirts. I mean, we've kind of forgotten about kids making t-shirts, you know, Kids can make them for themselves, but they can also make them for somebody else at home, okay? And so whether it's thematic and it's based off of a time of year, or, you know, maybe you just want to do fish prints and you want to have fish all over the man in your life shirt. If you've never done a fish print, they're actually kind of fun. Now, not everybody gets into painting their fish,
1: but I think they're kind of cool, (laughs) And it's so. I I think we need to tell everybody what your dad did for a living when your kids were young. So Kate's dad was a commercial fisherman. was a charter boat captain for for fishing. So he he didn't do all the fishing. He people paid him so that he would drive them out to go fishing. (laughs) Yeah. And, so and he has way was, more experience with fish than most of us.
0: <laughs> and this was his retired hobby. And, you know, you always saw fish painted stuff at um, those craft fairs and craft shows. And it really doesn't take much. And, you know, if you're sitting here trying to figure out where do you find a fish, you know, you can find one in most ponds. But you can also reach out to your local grocery store. You can call a bait shop. There are places where people will be happy to help you find a fish. I'm guessing that there's probably somebody's man in their life who does like to fish. And to me, it's just one of those things. I mean, you know, hopefully you have some point in time in your life have done potato prints. Again, you can make potato prints for the kids that look like flowers, that look like moons, that look like different items depending on what theme you want to
1: go with and so if you you can and again somewhere on that shirt it can have your center's name and if you ordered your bulk items of quality t-shirts printed with your imprint like right here or you know right on the back you can have gotten them for three (laughs) dollars and then let the kids go after it and they can do regular temper paint if you just add fabric medium to the temper paint. You don't have to buy tulip paint at the craft store. You can just go to Lakeshore or go to Discount School Supply or go to Amazon and get fabric medium. And you just add that to your paint that you already own. Because <laughs> the amount of temper paint I have bought in my life, like you could drown somebody easily, <laughs> the amount of temper paint I've owned. Um, but again, that way you're you're just using up what you already have instead of going and buying the super expensive stuff. I'm budget conscious, guys. I want you to use up what you already have, and you probably have brown paint that the kids are not super excited about using. This might be a good opportunity to use up some of that brown paint. <laughs> all right
0: so my one last item um we've talked about dishware in other words plates bowls cups we've talked about things that would be hung on a wall we've talked about things that they can wear as far as clothing so the last thing i want to talk about is the never-ending macaroni necklace okay so there are other options (laughs) than macaroni and pony bead necklaces. And so take some time with your crafty friends. I'm sure you have a parent somewhere who probably even tinkers in jewelry making and try to come up with something that mom is going to love to wear, not just mom will wear on the way out the door and it will eventually never be worn again, okay? So um, you can make brooches and pens, you can make necklaces, you can make earrings. You can make these things out of
1: all kinds of stuff. Legos,
0: yes, I have a lot of Lego jewelry.
1: Um... <laughs> well, and Sculpey, Sculpey, yeah. I have brooches that my kids made out of Sculpey and, by, and brooch is a very generous term. Like there's, there's a safety pin attached to a piece of wood glued onto the back of the Sculpey, ah. <laughs> you know?
0: Absolutely. And again, if you're talking about process art versus something that, you know, you can have all of the squares and triangles and circles all cut out for them to make. I know Santa Claus is the wrong season, but that's what popped into my head because that flowers, what flowers. <laughs> flowers. Um, But again, that doesn't mean that you can't take these ideas and use them for other seasons, right? Other times where the kids might be making a gift of some sort for a relative. Okay. So whether it's flowers, you can make really gorgeous beads out of magazines. Okay. So there are lots of things that can happen that can be created um, maybe in part by your staff. Okay, so let's be let's be realistic. These are not all done a hundred percent by the child, um, and that's okay because of what the purpose of this is. This is more of a marketing item, not necessarily part of the lesson plan. So, Carrie, any other things that have popped in? Talk about something that's easy to mail. <laughs> not the macaroni necklace. Not so easy.
1: But no. well, and then I want you to because part of what we're doing is creating FOMO, right? So I want you to take pictures of the things that are being created and put it on your social media. And I want you to put it in your newsletter I was going to look up what episode the newsletter was. I don't know. It's like four or five episodes ago. Um, The newsletter episode, we talked a lot about what are things you can put in the newsletter. This is a perfect item to put in that newsletter to go out to your broader community, to go out to people on the waiting list, to go to the businesses in the nearby area. And if you're giving a whole, you know, wow to the, you know, women in my life packet, and that has discount meal tickets to the local restaurants and it has the the thing that's being delivered to their house and it has you know yada 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 some of that you don't want to put out ahead of time before mother's day or father's day because you want a little bit of surprise but on mother's day or on father's day it should be all over your social media it should be all over your newsletter you know, we are so happy to celebrate the women in our children's li- in, the ch- in our students' lives. And this is a sampling of what we sent out. And then they're like, I got a macaroni necklace that I had to bring home my own self. <laughs> um, and you send it even to your staff who have kids at the center or for whom they are the woman in a child's life um, because they don't have another one. And have your staff take the picture of what arrived at their house. And that can be the one you use in your newsletter, right? Um, You might not be sure that the parents are going to. And give your parents a hashtag for them to use when they post stuff on social media so that you can see it. And by saying, can you use this hashtag so I can see it, then the parents are more likely to use it. If you say, use this hashtag so everybody else can see how cool we are, nobody's going to use it. Well, don't forget also when
0: you're doing these things, one of my favorite uh, pieces of art that I have is actually, I have a picture of the child making the piece of art as well. Mm -hmm. And I have them together. Um, They're ones framed inside the other. And to me, that was just such a special moment. I mean, I was there watching her make what eventually became a butterfly it did not look that way, <laughs> you know, cause it was one of those inkblot kind of things. And so I'm looking at this thing going, yeah, okay. And so I have a picture of her making it. And then later when I got it as the actual gift and it was framed and everything, I realized that I also have a picture of her making that. And so I ended up changing the frame out because I put them together, but you know, again, be creative and, This is a great opportunity to get feedback from your staff and some ideas. And, you know, again, if you haven't done it, you know, you can have a, you know, a 10 gift, you know, idea that you just rotate, (laughs) you know, every, you know, every five or
1: six years you make that item again. Yeah. Or it could be that this is the thing that Miss Susie does in her class. Yeah. so whenever uh, whenever a child is a three-year-old they're going to get to, they're gonna do this project because that's when they're in miss Susie's classroom um, and miss Susie will be in her high heels and it'll be great uh, <laughs> there's a specific miss Susie can you tell <laughs> um, and so when you're in miss Susie's class you're going to do X thing um, and we talk about this with the winter holidays right Um, not so much necessarily um, these parent holidays, but at, you know, in the infant room, we have the, the Santa head made out of handprints and footprints. And then in the toddler classroom, they do X and Y. And then in the toddler classroom, we do the thing where you measure them on a board <laughs> or, or you do the ribbon inside a, a Christmas tree ornament or whatever. So there's st- there could be standard things that, that teacher is just like, this is the thing I do. And you're like, great. I love that that's the thing you do. How can we judge it just a little bit so that we get that surprise and delight? Because that's what we want. We want a surprise and delight element with this so that they're talking about your program. That's the point. If they're not talking about it, you failed at process-based art. I mean, product-based art. They need to be talking about it. So how can we make it so cool that they have to talk about it?
0: And again, you're going to have parents or teachers who aren't going to think themselves very creative. Help them with Pinterest because one of my favorite gifts ever, it's now 24 years old, is a picture of my son hanging upside down on the playground that, with a little thing underneath it that says, I love hanging out with mom. And he is upside down and inside this envelope were things like, you know, band-aids and stuff like that. And it was a poem about, you know, why he got band-aids or why he got this or why he got that. And I'm sure that whole thing probably cost that teacher, you know, maybe a dollar. And, um, but Yes, I still have it. And it's often in my office um, on a billboard. Now, right now, because I've moved, it's in a box, but, (laughs) you know, it was something that for a very, very long time, and that child is 28. So um, yes, I do keep artwork from the time my kids were little, right? We've talked about the 18 year olds, baby feet, and we've talked about the 28 year olds, you know, upside down, I'm hanging out with mom. So don't ever underestimate how something very simple in your program will stick with or stay with a family.
1: And, you know, we can add, adding those little tidbits to it is a way to give it that surprise factor, putting it inside a frame, like you were talking about with the baby feet is a way to give it that surprise and delight. If you live near an Ikea, you should just have a case of frames in your office at all times that you're going to repurpose for artwork to celebrate you know the kids or the staff at your center you know ikea frames are inexpensive and i don't understand why people don't just buy them by the case and keep them at their center (laughs) (laughs) but that may just be the way i think Obviously it's the way I think. Other people, you know, it may be all about the mats. Like Kate really likes to have everything matted. And I'm like, I don't, I have to, that requires thought because they have to be complementary colors and all of that. But whatever works for you to be the wow factor. Is it the shirts? Is it, I do remember a teacher who used to ask the parents for their shoe size. And the parents thought this was really weird. And then she bought Keds for the parents and gave the kids Sharpies. And so the kids decorated a pair of Keds for their parents with Sharpies. And if you wanna talk about wow factor, like parents who had never worn a pair of Keds in their life were like living in these slip-on Keds because their child painted these shoes. No, the child scribble-scrabbled, and then the teacher sprayed it with rubbing alcohol so that it got this really nice artifact, and that's, and the kids were so excited. You can let the kids spray the rubbing alcohol if they're old enough. Don't let the toddlers do that, but if you're in the preschool classroom, the kids can spray the rubbing alcohol, and it's an amazing art process, and that one is entirely (laughs) process-based. Um, and the parents are amazed that their kids did it. That's a little harder for you to put your program name on the sneakers, but that is a definite wow effect. But it doesn't mean that you can't make sure
0: that there was a thank you note that went with it or some sort of gift card or note card
1: with your program's name and number on it. (laughs) And a picture of their child making the the shoes. Or two pictures, one at the coloring point and one at the spray point.
0: Absolutely. Those action shots. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode of Colorful Clipboard. And if you need us, don't forget to send us an email and,
1: and write a review on your favorite podcast app. (laughs) See you next week. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards.
0: Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director where we continue to have seminars, licensing programs, and more.
1: This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.